It's the hour. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. And on today's show... Didn't know the army had ovens? That's because they're camouflaged. Your Honor, I'd like to make a motion, well, more like a movement. Barilla is funding cell therapy for COVID, but the store brand's only 10 for 10. Frenchman surrenders to the sky. A Georgia family forced to live on the streets after tornado. He is risen, thanks to some porn and the Easter eggs. And finally, John Krasinski is DJing a virtual prom for the class of 2020. Aw, a group of boys have vowed to lose their cyber virginity by the end of it. Well, you don't even want to know what happened at virtual band camp. Whenever they do anything awkward, he just looks at the camera and makes the gym face. I just hope Toby doesn't ruin it like he ruins everything. Oh, Toby. Fucking Toby. Hello, Jason. (laughs) Hello, Jeff. We're going to make this a regular-sized episode. (laughs) We don't want the jumbo size? No. The Charmin Forever role of podcasts? <laughs> I was looking at the uh, at our last Skype call, and it was like four hours and 25 minutes. <laughs> it was crazy. So what's the – so do you do uh, like video hangout things with your friends? Uh, we've done a few. So uh, Friday night we got together, like the just a friend of ours who lives out of state. Uh, her and her husband were on Skype for a little bit, and then he went to do something, and we just chatted with her for a little bit. Uh, but we've done a we've done like Trivial Pursuit through uh, Skype. Uh-huh. Uh, this morning, I hung out with three friends. We were on a like virtual tabletop thing, so we could play one of the games we usually play together in person. Oh neat! Uh, but there's like this special app, so it's like, you know, it's exactly the same game on this virtual tabletop where you can, you know, you draw the cards and you do everything exactly the same. It's just a little more cumbersome. Uh, so uh, that was cool. Yeah, uh, I was just wondering how long they last. Uh, it depends, I guess. Like Friday, it was maybe an hour really? or so that we chatted together. Uh, this morning, we started gaming around nine and we finished at noon. Okay. Um, the day we did Trivial Pursuit with some of our friends, uh, we, I think we started at like one and ended at like seven. Wow. That's a long time. That's- so we played the game and then we started talking and then their other sister joined and we started talking and then their mom joined and like we're all just on this like big thing for a while and then we're like you know oh we're gonna have dinner and so that's kind of when it petered down yeah Uh, i wonder because um when you hang out with people like if i go over to your house at like six for dinner or whatever we'll be there until at least 10 at the very earliest i would say yeah yeah Um, so that's a four or five hour thing but i i think on the video calls and on that, I think they they need to be shorter because there's something about I don't know. The, I think it depends you know. on what's happening. Yeah, that's true. Like if you're just chatting, then it's going to be shorter. But if you're like like if you're doing some sort of game thing, so we had set up Trivial Pursuit where my laptop was aimed down at the board, and so that was one of the you know calls, like the Zoom calls. Okay. Uh, and then our other laptop was our faces so you could see me and my wife uh and so that's how we had that set up and so that took you know a couple hours to play the game and then we were chatting and then we were going to do a different game so i think it depends on what you're doing if you're like doing something i think it can go longer right yeah also there's the phenomenon of if there are like five or more people in a room together um you will always have like a side conversation like if it's four people one conversation is fine if you add that fifth person then there will always be somebody talking to someone else on the side, which is fine, but you can't do that on the video call, right? No. no. Um, and I actually uh, tested this in person. We were at a restaurant, um, 
and whenever there were five of us, whenever somebody would go up and use the bathroom, there'd be a four person conversation happening. But whenever that person would come back, uh, somebody would, would go off in a side conversation. It was crazy. I watched it all night because I you got you like know, scientific notes on this. I was taking notes. Yeah. It was pretty cool. You're like the Charles Darwin of five people communications. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your week? Well, uh, it was pretty much the same as oh. normal. I had my daughter all week, which was fantastic. Um, she's doing a lot of the video chatting on the uh, like messenger kids mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. her friends. And that's pretty cool. She's um, doing the online schooling? Doing No, no online schooling. It starts on Monday. Oh, interesting. So she'll be doing that. I guess I, I guess the teacher's going to be making calls or whatever. I haven't really read much about it, to be honest, because I, like during the day I work and I can't really spend the time to pay attention to um, like making sure she's on task and stuff. So I don't really know what I'm going to do Yeah. when it comes to that. Um, but also, I have been learning a little bit of this. Yes, that's the harmonica part of Piano Man. <laughs> I also learned how to bend a note. Listen to this. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Let me try it again. Ooh. Nice, right? Sounds very like Western-ish, you know? Sounds like I'm about to like run to catch a train and like jump on it while it's... And then it clean. goes... Like that. All right. That's enough of that. I thought I need to learn some kind of skill or brush up on my other skills that I have. And I I found I was going through old boxes of old stuff. And also, by the way, my daughter loves playing the harmonica. She absolutely loves it. She's fantastic. Yeah. And she can do it in her room and it can be quiet or it can be loud or whatever. And it's, it's just fine. I remember when I was like seven or something, we bought my grandma harmonica for Christmas. Really? She wanted a harmonica, and every once in a while, like, she'll have it, and she'll just do a little, like, you know, thing with it. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe she plays it when no one else is around. She's got the blues. (laughs) 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 Try to make a cake in the oven. (laughs) I don't know how to do the blues thing. It didn't (laughs) rise. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds a little too chipper for blues. Yeah, right. Like, (laughs) da-da-da-da-da. Uh, it's so harmonicas come in different keys. I found out. So this one is in C major. Okay. So maybe I need to get one in like C minor, and so that will play more bluesy do, stuff. If I get one, can we do dueling harmonicas? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how was your week? That was uh, it for me, by the way. Oh, okay. Nothing else. Well, that's. I mean, that's quite a. You're doing a skill. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. So doing something new. Uh, for me, I spent a lot of time organizing. So okay. last weekend, I think last week I talked about organizing my basement, just cleaning things up and sure. clearing out some space. And so that went really well. And so then this week I was organizing my like office area. Uh-huh. It's been a bit it's been a bit out of alignment because our sump pump blew off its hose 
earlier this year <laughs> and the hot. entire basement flooded oh oh yeah. yeah i remember and so like i had to move all the furniture and i had to roll up a, a carpet and it ruined the floors and like it was a big pain in the ass right uh, and so i got everything back finally together i got the carpet out had it cleaned and um had to like order some of that powder stuff you put down because it did not smell great right even though we dried it out it just was like this does not smell great and it worked really well we got this like resolve powder for like pets uh and i expected like the arm and hammer kind of powder you just put it down you sprinkle it down you vacuum it up a little bit later but this was like you sprinkle it down then you have to take a friggin' brush and like brush it into the fibers oh let it dry because it was like a little moist Ew. Uh, and so I did that, and it turned out really well. It's nice and fresh smelling, and you know my entire office is looking great. Uh, and then I organized my iTunes music, so that was very exciting. Ooh! Uh, I've, I've got so I've got like uh, it tells me that I have twelve point one days worth of music in my iTunes, and I have like people have used my iTunes and like put shit on there, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I don't I don't want this. <laughs> right. So I went through and like deleted stuff, and then there was stuff that like way back from 2002 when we were not using Napster, uh, <laughs> things that were on there that like have been purchased and it's a decent version now. And I was like, well, I don't need that, and I don't need that, uh, and so I think I deleted like I don't know, like 50 or 500 megabytes off my computer and rearranged it, and everything's good now. Looks That's good. good. It's very nice. Uh, and then today I had to un like go through my garage to dig out my lawnmower uh, because for the past few years we've had a lawn crew. Oh, mowing oh and they're not working. And they're not working right now. And our lawn is going bananas because it's spring and it's been raining a lot. And so there are areas that are very, very high. And I was like, okay, well, I got to mow because it's still going to be a couple more weeks probably at least uh, i think california is saying sep or may 15th is when they're looking at as a kind of reopen date and okay. we're, be we're behind them like right they're they're way ahead of us in dealing with this shit so i feel like it's going to be after that for us we'll see um so i was like well i can't wait it can't go another month or two so got to get out there and mow it was a great workout like mowing the grasses fantastic. oh yeah yeah i like logged it on my watch and my heart rate was you know up there in the you know if i'm doing a nice jog yeah basically. uh so that basically was like a, a an hour of jogging so, so i think we might have talked about this before <laughs> we have all these machines in our lives mm -hmm. to make our lives easier and so we don't work as hard and so mm -hmm. then we have to go work out <laughs> and we have to buy like thousand dollar machines or like have, you know, 10, 20, $30 a month gym memberships, even higher than that. And go to the gym to work out because like we stopped like hand washing our clothes and uh, stopped mowing our own yards and stuff. It's it's funny, but you don't want to mow your yard because that's unpleasant, right? Uh, I could be using that time better doing something else yeah but then you like, have to spend the same amount of time working out so you could use that time uh, doing something better no because when I, all right so here if i if i mow the lawn uh-huh i've got to do it at, at a reasonable time i can't do it at 5 a.m that's true okay that's true i can see Whereas that if i want to go on a run i can get up at 5 a.m or 6 a.m just go down to my basement or i can go out in the you know neighborhood and do a nice run doesn't interrupt anyone 
I'm not missing out on anything because, you know, my family's still asleep. Uh, and so I can do those things at times that makes it me available to do other things with my family and friends uh, later in the day. I gotcha. Okay. Right. See, no. my problem is I'm never going to wake up at 5 a.m. for anything. <laughs> So for a while, I was really good at getting up at 5 a.m. 5 a.m. and doing the running. Um, since the whole, you know, staying at home thing has happened, I do not get up at 5 a.m. because yeah. I don't have to be anywhere. Yeah. Um, so I've been getting up at like 8 o'clock and doing my whole thing. And, you know, in the morning, my daughter is up by then, but she's in like a I'm waking up. I'm going to have some cereal, watch some cartoons. And so, again, I'm doing it at a time where she's not super into wanting to do anything yet right so okay so well, it works out i could see where you're going with that that's good i mean it's unpleasant as well <laughs> it is well especially if like you're you're allergic to grass or something like that or if it's really hot outside i am i have allergies to grass and it makes me all stuffed up and it's not great don't love it makes me itchy yeah um yeah. so i don't love that and then I've got that feeling, you know, that feeling where you're like, I think I'm probably a little bit sunburned. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Where it feels like you have rug burn where it's just like a little discomfort, like some discomfort there, a little hotness feeling. Your skin feels like a little tight, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. get some aloe and put that on there. Oh, boy. So it's feeling better now. But. Well, that's good. Well, wear sunscreen, Jason. <laughs> I didn't think about didn't it. Didn't you hear it? Didn't you learn anything from Boz Lerman 2001? <laughs> wear sunscreen. I have no idea what reference you're making. Right <laughs> it was that song that was out. I think the guy's name was Boz Lerman. He had no, a... no, I think he's the guy who directed Moulin Rouge. Uh, no, I think you're thinking of uh, Moulin. I'm going to look. Well, we're both looking it up now. This guy? This guy here? Boz yeah, Lerman. Boz Lerman. Yeah. Australian director? Yeah. Didn't he have a song? Uh, don't think so. Okay. Did he? See, yeah. yeah, he did. It's called Everybody's Free. The sunscreen song, class of 99. I was right. Let's move on. <laughs> but wait, wait. Also, he's the director of Moulin Rouge. Okay, we were both right. So, I was right, too. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> well, if you want to be right about something, you can email us at thehourpod at gmail.com. The class of 99. Where okay. sunscreen. That's, do you remember it now? Nope. If I could fuck. <laughs> okay, if you remember that song, uh, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the hour pod. Uh, or you can tweet us at the hour pod. I remember that, uh, what was it, vitamin D song about graduation? I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, it's uh, look, look that way. I, I think it was vitamin. Vitamin. I, that, that's how I remember how to spell it. Are they British? How else would you spell vitamin if you pronounce it vitamin? I don't know. Vitamin C graduation. Vitamin C. Sorry, that's what it is. Vitamin C. Okay. You wanted the vitamin D. (laughs) I did not. (laughs) Yeah, no. It's uh, I think this was uh, 2000. Oh, this one is as we go on. We remember. Okay. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. So. That was also nine. That's the one I remember from ninety nine. So apparently in ninety nine they released a bunch of graduation songs. <laughs> and have they had any since? I don't know. I don't recall having so like having worked with high school students. Yeah. And students. I don't remember 
there being a similar kind of situation where there's like these graduation songs the way that there were in the late 90s. Yeah. Well, they should do uh, one I, for this year at least. I blame Total Request Live. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Total Recall, and I was like, what does that have to do? <laughs> no, Carson Daly. He's out there. He's like, oh, yeah, the request was the vitamin C song. Uh, yeah, here's half of that song. <laughs> here's, yeah, here's the problem. I, I used to watch that show. Uh, mm-hmm. And when they first started, they played the whole fucking song. Yeah. And then by like the third year, it was like, here's 15 seconds of that song. Right. Because they probably had some dumbass teenage uh, focus group that was like, I don't like listening to the whole song. I guess boring. You should just have a song. Oh my God. I want to hear the interview with NSYNC. <laughs> oh my gosh. I want to see Brus- Br- Justin and Brittany. Brustin. <laughs> Brustin. Brittany. No, Briston. I don't know. I just fucking want to say up. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, so. And, and young, if we have younger listeners, they have no idea what we're talking about. We none. But if we did, which we don't. Right. Soldiers may start using a. They don't a, listen either. A what? They don't listen either. Soldiers? No, I doubt it. They've got better <laughs> things to do, like uh, shoot innocent civilians. Oh, they don't all do that. No, they don't. They prepare other not, people for shooting other all, people. Not all soldiers. Some of them, as I've seen from the Mickey Mouse cartoons, just peel potatoes. <laughs> A lot That's of true. potato peeling going on. So these soldiers, uh, without the potatoes, may start using a giant makeshift oven. False. They've got potatoes. As a way to decontaminate stacks of personal protection equipment that doctors and nurses must use over and over. And to bake potatoes. And also to bake a lot of potatoes. A lot of, I mean... As long as they're peeled. You don't have to peel the potatoes if you're baking them. So then why are they peeling potatoes? I assume that's for mashed potatoes. Well, you can have the skins in mashed potatoes. No, you can't. Yes, you can. It's delicious. You cannot have uncircumcised mashed potatoes. <laughs> Have you never had mashed potatoes with the skins left on? No, I don't eat that shit. It's delicious. Are you kidding no, me? No, you're eating this delicious mashed potatoes and then you get like a bit of skin. Yeah. In it. Ugh. It's not Ugh. like human skin. No, you like eat chicken skin, skin, don't you? No, absolutely not. You don't eat chicken skin? Nope. All, all right. of our all of our chicken is bought skinless. <laughs> Boneless and skinless, the way nature intended. Indeed. Wrapped in cellophane. <laughs> The oven was, by the way, was built by a university in Michigan's Upper Peninsula, and members of the Michigan Army National Guard trucked the six-ton device from the UP to the National Guard Armory in Taylor. That is in Taylor, Michigan, by the way, mm-hmm. also known as Taylor Turkey. <laughs> <sighs> uh, Staff Sergeant Josh Towns said, "If it does work, it's going to be so easy to build more of these." Fantastic. That's exactly what we need, is the army to be mobilizing ovens. Giant ovens. Well, I mean, as long as they're not selling Cutco knives. For extermination purposes. To exterminate coronavirus. <laughs> right. I I am not afraid of the government, as some people are, um, but I also don't want them to have, like, giant semi-truck-sized mobile ovens. <laughs> I mean, that's how it started in Germany. Uh, well, it, it wasn't ovens. It was trucks that they used as like mobile gas chambers. They oh. just pumped the exhaust into the back. 
I wasn't making a joke. I was actually being serious. That's that real. They just literally, yeah, yeah carbon monoxide how... poisoned them. Yeah, yeah. In the back so of the truck. That was part of the. That's where they came up with the final solution, uh, which was they're like, "This isn't efficient enough. We need to do it on a larger scale." Yeah, it wasn't efficient enough, but it was pretty convenient. <laughs> so let's do it that way. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Way to bring us down, Germany. Uh, <laughs> the, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> the classes on the show. <laughs> No, I was not talking about you. I was talking about the whole country of Germany. Well, you know, Germany. So the giant oven was pieced together for about $30,000, which is no, cheap. That's, that's about the same as a Viking oven. <laughs> Those are very expensive. Far fewer, far fewer burners on the Viking. Uh, I, how do you know? How do you know how many burners are in this oven? Maybe it because takes a long time. In my truck. It takes a long time to get to 350. <laughs> Well, if you put a wok on top, you can make a ton of fried rice. <laughs> Just a big-ass wok. <laughs> <laughs> For your big-ass oven. I hope it has the wok attachment, though, so the wok can stay stable on top of the truck as it's driving along. They've got to use Apache helicopters with giant spatulas to, like, mix it around. <laughs> and then they get, uh, they get one guy who, like, tries to flip the, the shrimp into your mouth. Oh, with the giant shrimp, right? Yep, yep. And then he yep. does like a giant uh, onion volcano. <laughs> if you've never been to a Benihana, you have no idea what we're talking about. So. I love a good Benihana. Oh, it's been so long since I've been to one. Yeah. The last time we went, we actually got it as takeout. Because oh, yeah. we, we had gone to the Henry Ford Museum and we were hungry. Oh, yeah. But our daughter is definitely not going to eat anything there. Right. And so we're like, well, we can't justify going because she's she's hungry. And so we got her something she liked, and then we got us that. And it was a bit disappointing because the rice wasn't great. The rest of the food was fine, but the rice was different. It wasn't the same. Very disappointing. It was different. How was it? Oh, they must have like – It's like pre-made. Made it ahead of time, yeah. Yeah, and it's just, it just wasn't the same. Well, that's disappointing. Anyway, back to the mobile people ovens. <laughs> engineers used common materials starting with a 40-foot shipping container uh, which is how tiny homes start as well mm-hmm. and hopes this could be assembled quickly to help other hospitals around the country that's how they figured it out they've been into a tiny home in the middle of the summer right like god damn it's hot in here. it's hot in man you could <laughs> you could sanitize medical devices in here you oh know, <laughs> you know I lived in a tiny home back when we called them trailers oh right 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 yeah they were long and skinny Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and had probably less insulation than a shipping container. <laughs> Most likely. Do you ever like, uh do you ever braving storms in those? In the so trailer? I, I remember being, you know, very worried about like tornadoes. Oh yeah. It's like, you know. And I remember being little and being afraid of you know, we were getting bad weather and talking to my, my mom was like or they the the the, the thing they told us was well, we have extra tie-downs on our trailer. Oh, that's good. Well, So we're good. You don't have to worry. We've got, you know, we're tied down real good. That was complete bullshit, wasn't it? And as adult, I'm it? like, wow, that's a load of horseshit. <laughs> we would have been in fucking odds. Uh, right. But I remember, like, there were a few times when we knew bad weather was coming and we drove to a friend's house who had a basement. Oh, so, that makes sense. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a yeah. good idea. Yeah, so we had a... Truck ten minutes over to our friend's house, hide in the basement. And then... 
I'm nervous. I'm nervous living in this apartment and not having a basement. I, you know, I've identified the interior room. It's my daughter's closet that I would go into. Um, but you know, it's a little, not, not that this is even tornado alley or anything, but tornadoes happen often enough here that I would want yeah. some kind of protection. Yeah. I mean, if, if I think back to like the apartment we had when we were in our early twenties, that was like an end unit. So there's like nothing there. Right. Like you're, I think you're in a much longer kind of building. So you're like, yeah, I'm in the middle middle. of the building. Yeah. Yeah, So I, at least that might help. I don't know. I think you're, you, in our old place, your bathroom would have been the place to go, but we never had to do that. I don't think. No, in our place, it would have been better to go across the, the hall to that neighbor who would like, like hide when she saw us coming. Oh yeah. And, and like bang on her door and be like, there's a tornado. (laughs) <laughs> or just run out into the middle of the highway and let a semi-truck take you. That'd be a lot faster than a tornado. This is true. <laughs> I mean, we don't get those. When we do get tornadoes, they're not usually like the big killer ones that you see in Oklahoma or whatever. It's like, you know, a little one that like pulls a industrial size air conditioner out the top of a Walmart. <laughs> but yeah. it's part of a house. It's not blowing cows around like in Twister. <laughs> Were there two tornado movies that year? I, we, talked were, about, we talked about there was like two volcano movies and two asteroid movies. Were there two tornado movies or was I it don't think the so. only one? I think it was the only one, but it was such an epic film <laughs> that it just seemed like two movies at once. I remember seeing that at uh, the local theater in my little town in Virginia. Yeah, it was a blockbuster. What was it called? It like... It had this like ridiculous name. It's called Twister. No, no, no. The movie theater. Oh. Kind of. I, the only thing coming to my mind right now is the restaurant in Amber, the Gandhi Dancer. <laughs> Tally Ho. That's what it was called. The Tally Ho Theater. It was called the Tally Ho Theater. Yes. Tally Ho. Yes, well done. <laughs> so it was one of these theaters that used to be like a, a theater, like one theater. And oh. then they built a wall down the center of the theater yeah. so they could have two theaters. That's dumb. And so you ended up with this like long, narrow, kind of like uh, the Briarwood Theater. Yeah, those, those were back in in the day, as they say. Sure. So, yeah. Anyway, saw it there. Excellent. Tally ho! <laughs> Tally ho! I'm going to the movies. I'm going to see a moving picture. <laughs> quite right. Quite right. So Andrew Barnard at Michigan Technological University, also known as Michigan Tech. <laughs> and Houghton said, We've seen do-it-yourself versions using food dehydrators and kitchen ovens, but we wanted one much bigger. <laughs> University officials want a major hospital to test with live germs so they can see if this thing works. Yeah. Uh, but they also need an emergency authorization from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration because it usually takes three to seven years to get approval for medical devices. Yeah. So... But, hey, the way that Trump's dealing with this, three to seven years, we're still going to be dealing with it. So plenty of time. Or we're all going to be dead and it won't matter. Nah, we won't all be dead. Just Yeah, speak for yourself. I ate an entire Jets pizza in two days. The four, the eight-corner one, Ooh. all by myself. So I'm, I'm cruising for... <laughs> so we, so have you, have you ordered much out during this whole... I haven't because I'm nervous about it. So we haven't ordered anything. Zero things have been ordered. Yeah. And over the weekend, uh, we started feeling a little bored 
with our food. Sure, sure. And just not wanting to to cook whatever it was that we had planned to cook, just being like, ah. Because, you know, the last time we went out was like a month and a half ago. Oh, yeah. Which is quite a, quite a while. We usually go at least once a week. Right. Uh, and so six, seven weeks now of not going out, we're getting kind of bored with uh, with our usuals. Thirty, like thirty-five at-home cooked meals in a row. Wow. So and what? What was your go-to? What was your first order-out meal then? So we haven't yet. Oh, you still haven't. Still have not. But you're getting bored. We are. Uh, so we considered. So probably the first that would make sense is like pizza. Sure. So that's an easy. That's an easy one. But my wife doesn't like pizza. Right. So we don't want to do that. Where my daughter and I would love it. We'd have a great time. But we don't want to leave her out. Like we want to get something that all of us would like. Of course, yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. Uh, some um, Palm Palace, I feel like, would be real Palm good. Palm Palace. They're doing a, a takeout thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've ordered takeout from them many times in the past. Yeah. Uh, but they've been doing some like good stuff in the community, like um, providing meals if like kids for like lunches and stuff. If you you kid usually gets lunch at school because you're free or reduced lunch, they've been like doing stuff to help with that. Yeah, which is cool, um, but they're good. We like them; they're delicious. There is a a place called Wolverine State Brewing Company that I used to go to after hockey games, and we'd mm-hmm. drink beer and eat nachos, and it was delicious. And they have these; they have some of the best like um, pulled pork uh, in Michigan. I think the smoke smoked pulled pork, and I know you don't eat pork, but oh, it's so fucking good. And um, they have these pulled pork nachos. That is this mm. giant fucking plate of nachos and like it's got um, uh, they make guacamole and they put pulled pork and all kinds of stuff on it. Uh, well, they're on I think on th- Fridays and Saturdays, they're having a uh, bake your own nachos thing where they give you all the nacho things separately and then you uh-huh. put them on. You bake it yourself. And I think I'm going to oh, do that. Uh, that next. sounds really cool. Yeah. I've been thinking oh, about uh, those nachos maybe. are fucking heavenly, man. <laughs> Uh, have you been to Maze in downtown or in, in Depot Town? I have in been there, yeah. So we've been thinking about that because uh, a friend of my wife's has ordered the fajitas and says that they do a really good job at separating the stuff. Yeah. So that, like, you know, nothing gets mushy or anything like that. And they've got some burritos there and stuff that I would eat that I think would travel well. Yeah. So we've considered doing that maybe. Um, but part part of it is, like, you know, I'm worried and I don't want to catch something. Uh, but part right. of it is also like I don't want to be doing things where these poor people have to go to work because they're essential and they're getting, you know, they're not mm. really seems it seems wrong. There are two sides of that coin, though, man, because the I one know, because is the money, right? That's their job and that's their livelihood, right? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But like there's no good there's no good answer, right? No, it's all a shitty fucked up situation. Ugh. Let's get back to the comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of shitty, fucked up situations, imagine or, you're in court. Or what, whatever you would call this. Not comedy. What is it? Pseudo-comedy? Uh, neo-comedy? <laughs> we're neocoms? Yeah, we're neocoms, yeah. You know, I think a lot of uh, courts had judges who were appointed by neocoms. Oh, is that right? <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Neocons. Sorry. Oh, neoconservatives. Nothing, Got nothing it. funny about them. Uh, but as courts hold some of their proceedings online to prevent the spread of coronavirus, uh, they've been noticing a few things happening. Interesting. Uh, Broward County. <laughs> what is interesting about that? Why did I say that? 
you thought it was interesting. They, they're they're doing a few things. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, they're doing things. All right. Uh, so, so since Broward County's courthouse closed on March 16th, the 17th Judicial Circuit says it has conducted approximately 1,200 hearings on Zoom. Oh, that uh, is and- interesting. Yes, involving a total of 13,771 participants. Why is everyone choosing Zoom? Uh, So I've done, when we first started this, did a few Google Hangouts. Yeah. Uh, Zoom is much better. Mm -hmm. You can see everyone's face on the thing. Uh, I've done Skype through work, and it's not been as good. So I found that Zoom, the quality is just a bit better. It's it's easier, so it's easier to switch between like speaker view and gallery view. I love the gallery view, mm-hmm. so you can see everybody. Yeah, and uh, we don't do video on this podcast. I don't think it'd be useful because I'm just my whole face is behind a microphone. <laughs> yeah, me too. And we've got the, you know, the PowerPoint that we use right to kind of guide us through the stories that we pre did. Uh, so, right. yeah, but then I Zoom do, has all these. Far. Zoom has, has all these uh, security issues that it's trying to patch now, um, yeah, and I don't. I don't. Could you imagine going to your hearing for like I don't know, whatever you did wrong, and like somebody Zoom bombs you or Zoom? What do they call it? Getting the Zoomies. <laughs> I don't know. It's a Zoom thing where they they. Yeah, I think I think it is called Zoom bombing. Zoom bombing. Yeah. Zoomies is when the dog runs all over the place. The- I love the Zoomies. Uh, we should zoomy some court cases where we just like zoom in and then just like run, <laughs> and we run, it's running, and change directions and run this way and then run that way mm-hmm. and then growl a little bit, yeah, and then, then just stop, turn yeah. off, leave. <laughs> uh, however, Broward Circuit Judge Dennis Bailey is not happy with some of the things he's seen oh, in no. his Zoom courtroom. Your Honor, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, it is remarkable how many attorneys appear inappropriately on camera. We've seen many lawyers in casual shirts and blouses with no concern for ill-grooming in bedrooms. One lawyer, man, one man lawyer, <laughs> damn it, one man lawyer appeared shirtless and one female attorney appeared still in bed, still under the covers. Okay. He wrote in a letter posted to the Weston Bar Associated website. Did these people not know they were on camera? I mean, none of them were in the bathroom, at least. <laughs> no, not for most of it, I'm sure. But if you're still laying in, if you're shirtless or you're still laying in bed, that's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> if you if you know well, you're going to be you're on camera. I object to his pecs. <laughs> What about for me having guns in the courtroom? (laughs) So the jerk store called. (laughs) Bailey also noted in his letter that Zoom hearings can take longer than ones held in a courtroom because of technology lag and other issues. I know all about that. Oh, I had a meeting last. So um, I don't have to appear. I don't have to appear on camera for work um, ever. Mm-hmm. At this point, I think they'll probably do it eventually if it, this lasts longer, just because people don't like we got an email from our contract houses that's like, you need to be available and uh, whatever. And 
response times need to be the same as if you were in the office. Like, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I get it. I get it. So there are some people that are obviously abusing this thing. I am not. I'm working extra hard so that I can show people that I can work from home and get just as much or more done than if I was Mm -hmm. at work. That's what I want people to think. Um, But, of course, people are are abusing it. But we had a, a... it was like a like a work training or something that was uh, two hours long for three days in a row. So it was supposed to be from like two to four, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Well, at one fifty nine, they finally sent out on Monday, they sent out the meeting invite. And they're like, oh, by the way, we want to see your smiling faces on your cameras and blah, blah, blah. And I fucking declined that meeting because I was not ready to be on camera. Even for my co I was wearing a shirt. <laughs> but like... My apartment wasn't clean, and my daughter was naked, and, like, it was just way too much going on. It's like Lord of the Flies. Right. Exactly. For one minute's notice. If I'd had an hour notice, maybe, but, uh, yeah, that wasn't me. Well, you also get that, like, kind of lag there, which I think we've talked about, maybe not on the show, about how sometimes there's a bit of a lag. So there's a pause in between when one of us is talking and one of us isn't uh, because it just takes a little bit. And so that can cause problems. Oh yeah. Especially like in a courtroom. Oh yeah, definitely. But I'm always wearing a shirt when I'm at home cuz I don't like to see myself shirtless. So <laughs> I don't know why anyone else would. Often, lawyers are not looking at their screens but down at their files, their outlines and notes or simply out the window and cannot see the judges hollering, "Stop!" "Stop!" because an objection has been made and the audio stays with the witness rather than obeying the judge. Wow. This judge is pissed. <laughs> He's writing a letter on a website. Yeah. Gee, Good Judge going. Karen is not happy. Not at all. She wants to see the manager. <laughs> well, I mean, I would expect if I was if I was in court and my and my attorney showed up in a t shirt or something, I'd be kinda of pissed. I would expect you to be dressed as you normally would in the court from the waist up. You know what I'm saying? And don't stand up. You're a lawyer. Don't look like a bum. Right. What are you, some kind of bum? (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Uh. That's all I got. Okay. That's the whole whole podcast. I was trying to think of a court thing. Case dismissed. (laughs) Case dismissed. I rest my case. I rest my case. (laughs) Well, fine. We'll... We'll break for lunch. I rest my case as I rest my head on my pillow. <laughs> hmm. uh, so the Barilla family, uh-huh. Barilla Pasta Company, Very nice. has donated half a million dollars to the U.S. nonprofit association, The Cure Alliance, to research a stem cell-based COVID-19 therapy. So this is, you said the pasta company, right? Yes. Pasta Barilla. See, si. Straight oui. from Italio, or whatever they call it. <laughs> Italio? Yeah. Italians are from our Italio. Canadians are from Canadio. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Is that right? That's not right. Okay. <laughs> it's also not funny. <laughs> the money was added to a 2 million euro, that's 2.19 million dollar donation last month by the company to health institutions in Italy to fight a coronavirus outbreak in the company's home country. I think yeah. this is fantastic. This Italy's is, been having a hard time. Yeah, this is a um, a an instance when capitalism is kind of working because this big, big-ass company with lots of money is donating money. Well, they're donating money so they have a good 
image. Oh, yeah. People are like, oh, Barilla, they're, you know, they're doing good things. I should support them and buy their pasta. Ooh, I'm going to buy a more than a pasta. You know, so one of the things when we went to Europe, one of the things we enjoyed doing was going to grocery stores just to see what grocery stores were like in other countries. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. So we went to one in England and France and Italy. Uh, and when we were in Italy, the pasta that was on the shelves was Barilla. Hmm. So Barilla was a, a that, major brand. Really? Is that like a... Really? So yeah. they're not just making fresh pasta all the time over there? No, they had it on the shelves. Interesting. Uh, the best thing, though, about this you know, stem cell-based COVID therapy, uh, the way that they know it's done is they throw it at a wall, and if it sticks, it's good. <laughs> Very nice. The, the clinical preliminary for the treatment, which is being created by a group of international scientists led by Italian teacher Camillo Ricordi. Uh, the therapy has just gotten an endorsement from the FDA, so that's good news. Why? Why? Why the FDA? Why not the Italian? Because it's a U.S. nonprofit. Oh, neat. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. Mm -hmm. A 24-patient clinical trial will be performed in Miami. Fine. This is such a this is such a international thing. It is. It's all Italian over the place. Italian pasta company is helping do a thing in the United States. Uh, which is then testing in Miami. Yeah, which but would, all over the place. Yeah, they're just testing a bunch of old people. Uh, there are two. <laughs> so, there's... Miami's a great place to test since they're not closing anything down there. <laughs> right. The governor's like, oh, let's go back to school. Right, let's go back to school. And by the way, WWE is essential. Yeah, we're opening the beaches. <laughs> no one under twenty five has died from this thing. That's true. That is not true. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Coworker of mine. Uh, lost someone who was in their mid to upper 20s oh so uh, you know somebody who knows someone who died their immediate family yikes not well i guess cousins or something yeah. that's not very close family at the i least. yeah i don't know anybody who knows anybody who died yet i'm sure it's coming so now you're two degrees of separation yeah uh, so the therapy is aimed at preventing life-threatening lung inflammation occurring in severe cases of coronavirus-triggered disease. So, I mean, that's kind of the big problem, right? You're trying to keep them from triggering into the need for respirators and things like that because that is not great. Yeah. So. More like death spirators, am I right? Uh... And now for our segment where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the hour advice. So there's all these fake treatments for coronavirus, and maybe we should talk about some homeopathic medicine. Because um, the only real treatment is whatever Trump is talking about. Exactly. What is that hydroxychloroquine or whatever it's called? Hydroxytrumpetween. <laughs> Fantastic. Trump between. That's when, uh, that's what was with Jeffrey Epstein, right? <laughs> oh, oh, that was over the top. <laughs> I might be ewing at the fact that I laughed before I really oh, heard what was okay. being said. And I was like, nope, I shouldn't laugh at that. All right. So, Jason. Yes. Is there any vitamins that help with anxiety? Uh, yeah. Vitamin D12. You mean and, tw 12 dicks? Exactly. Hello. <laughs> yeah, you can't be anxious when all your holes are filled. <laughs> Jeff, 
is homeopathy medicine the way to cure COVID-19 virus? Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say absolutely not. Oh. Jason. So you're using limbs? Yes, exactly. Okay. I'm going out on the limb and, and I'm saying does, things. That I'm like, helps you? I'm Do you like take a bird. crystals with you on the limb? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I'm like a bird. I want to fly away. Jason is social distancing. What? <laughs> this is okay. So we talked about the delay. This is part of the delay. Is us just talking at the same time? And also, there's some uh, some silence earlier in the episode where we were both sitting there waiting for the other to say something. Yep. We're trying to be polite. Yeah. So we're talking over each other. Exactly. If we were in person, then we see our eyes and our faces together and know that that person. Maybe we should do this on video. No, doubt it. You can see our eyeballs going, oh, I'm about to talk. <laughs> right. So, Jason, is social distancing in the United States really not going to be lifted till 2022? Uh, so, you've got two sentence fragments here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to fix your tell. Okay. That's incorrect. It should be until. Yeah. Uh, so, I would give this maybe a C minus. Oh, okay. That's generous. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. Jeff, is there any treatment of uterus prolapsed without surgery? Oh, I think what you need is a good old-fashioned fistin. <laughs> Jason, is there a list of every brand name of vitamin supplements that ever existed? Uh, yeah, I'm, per- I'm sure it's on Wikipedia. Jeff, what is the best medicine for liver? Um, according to my liver, more beer. Jason, what is the best medicine for acidity? Uh, I believe what you want to do is get a whole bunch of celebrities together and come up with a We Are the World kind of song. Mm-hmm. That's how we got rid of the acid rain. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think that, that would help. Okay, cool. And maybe a Star Trek movie about saving the whales. <laughs> Humpback whales. Nice. Captain, there'd be whales here. <laughs> Hello, computer. And I'm not just talking about myself. <laughs> Transparent aluminum? <laughs> it's your turn. Oh, it is. Oh, shit. Okay. I think we should stop doing the Star Trek things. You're going to have to start bleeping them. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Uh, Jason, which medicinal herbs and fungi fight COVID-19? Pot. Jeff, I'm having problems with my digestion. Is any medicine for this problem? Question, question? Uh, yeah, there's a medicine for the problem. It's, um, if you have heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, and diarrhea, you can just go fuck yourself. Yeah, not with diarrhea. Well, yeah. That's going to be a messy Cleveland steamer. Jason. Yes. (laughs) Hold on. Jason. I'm an anti-vag vaxxer. Can I treat COVID Brian 19 with apple juice, vitamin C, and essential oils? Okay, first of all, you've made a mistake. It's not apple juice. It's apple cider vinegar. That's oh, a okay. common mistake. Yeah. You're, not, you're never going to treat Kobe Brian 19 <laughs> with apple juice and vitamins. You need the apple cider vinegar uh, to get your anti-vax vag in shape and then maybe you know the vinegar has a vinegary smell so maybe like a peppermint essential oil might that that should do it oh okay 
Jeff, did you know that half a teaspoon of ginger powder in boiling water cooled slightly to make a nice tea is an antiviral remedy? I did not know that, and I didn't know it because it's not fucking true. Oh, really? Although, okay, if you've got a cold Mm -hmm. and you drink this and it makes you feel better, then sure, drink it. I don't care, but it's not antiviral. It just makes you feel better. It's treating the symptoms, not the illness. Ah. Yes. Very nice. Jason. Yes. What if doctors also sucks and I prefer natural remedy if my appetite is not good? The problem is your food is not yummy, right? Sorry, that was the best answer to that question. I I don't think I could have done any better. Complete. I feel like I, I feel like I'm gonna have to start playing the banjo so we can do a bluegrass band. <laughs> that was that was that song on uh, electric guitar. <laughs> <laughs> no, electric banjo. Oh, electric banjo. You know, Are there I, electric banjos. I'm sure. I, I mean, you, there's electric violins. As soon as you said that, I'm like, there's got to be electric banjos. We'll look it up, maybe later, and that's it. All right. So. Well, Speaking of countries, yes, I don't know. A 64-year-old French man. Do they do a lot of uh, harmonicas in French? Uh, uh, I don't think the harmonica is a. Where did the harmonica come from? I don't. I don't know the origins of the harmonica. It seems like the Frenchman of instruments, because it's always like ha ha ha. I so. My first thought is that the harmonica would come from like Ireland or something, like uh, because it isn't it played in a lot of folk music, and f- uh, folk music so. for me comes from Ireland or maybe Scotland or something. I don't know. Ooh, so Germany oh. says harmonica tunes. Germany, yeah. Oh, because it's like a. Uh, no, it says the harmonica has a long history beginning in China. What? With an instrument called the sheng. Oh. was further developed in Europe in the 19th century with the first harmonicas manufactured in Germany. Mm. Best known harmonica company is still based in Germany. You know what? I So I wonder how related the harmonica is to um, the accordion then. Because an accordion is just air blowing through reeds and making a sound, right? So this is what mm-hmm. you're doing just with your mouth instead of like a, you know, a little wind bag or whatever you call it. And I think I, that isn't that similar to the uh, the bagpipe. Yeah, also, the bag of air. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, so a bagpipe is just a Scottish accordion, where oh. it's just yelling the notes instead of just <laughs> yelling the notes. That's good, and you can't understand what it's saying. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, so anyway. So, a 64-year-old Frenchman, yeah, do not it. playing harmonica. <laughs> Continue. No, it's you. It's, well, you started. I interrupted you. Okay. I don't want to don't steal your thunder. A 64-year-old French man, or a Frenchman? Why is that? Why is why is he, why is he a Frenchman? I'm not an a, an American man. I'm a I'm an American man. I'm but they're like Frenchmen, and I'm an Englishman. But if you're from China, don't say that. You. 
A 64-year-old French man had been surprised by employees at his firm who had organized a joyride in a Dassault Rafale B-Jet for him as a treat. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly because we, we do zero research. <laughs> uh, once the man arrived at the Saint-Dizier sure. Air Base in north northeastern France and realized what his co-workers had arranged, he began to feel extremely stressed. That's another thing. You just said northeastern France. They normally say the north of France or the south of England. No one ever says the south of America. <laughs> well, don't we say the south? We say the south. We don't say the south of the United States. We just say the south. But I bet in in um, if you're watching BBC, they'll say in the south of America. No, I don't think they say. I think they just say in America's in American south. south. Or the American South, maybe. Racist today in the South of America. Yeah. So the unnamed man had never experienced any desire to fly in a fighter jet and had no previous military aviation experience. So, of course, they would want him to fly in this plane. Yeah, so his co-worker's like, no, you know what we should do for Jim? Let's <laughs> give him a plane ride. Oh, I love it. No, remember, yeah, he was I, unnamed. And I'm giving, I'm giving him a name for the oh. the dramatization okay i thought he just lived his entire life without a name i thought that's that's what the story was implying uh and then someone was like you know did he ever say that he wanted to fly in a plane and they're like i know my friend judith (laughs) no he never said it he never said it but he implied it a lot of times by saying he's been on planes. Yeah, and he was like, if I could get on a plane and fly out of here right now, I fucking would. Oh, like I, I flew would. to the south of France. <laughs> Thanks to a watch he was wearing <laughs> that measured his heart rate, no word on what kind of Apple watch it was. <laughs> <laughs> Investigators noticed that his heart was in full tachycardia before the flight with a recorded heart rate ranging from 132, um, 136 to 142 beats per minute let me tell you something when i play hockey my heart rate goes up to 199 beats per minute that's the highest it's gone is that not full tachycardia then (laughs) (laughs) that's that's you're about to die i think i think so what do they say like you take your take like two something and subtract your age and that's supposed to be what your max heart rate is supposed to be i don't know we should go back to the homeopathic medicine yeah i'm sure we should ask that yeah that's that's almost what my heart rate was while i was mowing the lawn really one 136 no 142 142 oh i was i was like in the 150 range wow full tachycardia mowing the lawn ready i mean it was stressing me out so this just tells me he was excited and not shit everywhere Go dogs on. Gotta, dogs got to poop. So we've been having a problem with our dog. Oh really? Uh, where he's his his poops have not been great. Oh no! You got to have they've a been, good poop. Nope, they've been very very liquidy. Ew. Ooh. And so as I'm mowing the lawn, I glimpse one of these cow pies <laughs> in in my yard in the corner of my eye, and in the corner of my eye it goes, "There's a dead bird over there." Oh. It wasn't. It was just poop. It was just poop. I saw, saw like 18 dead birds today as I was mowing the lawn. It was just all poop. <laughs> you have dead bird on the brain, man. I don't know why. <laughs> it's probably these fucking birds that are in my bathroom vent. Oh, they're. Oh, that's not good. You got to get them out of there. 
they're too high up there. I can't, I don't have anything to get them out with. And so I don't know, maybe I told the story before, but a few years back they, they did that and they nested in there mm-hmm. and, and then their baby birds left the nest and fell to their deaths. Oh, because underneath the vent is like a, a rock bed. Oh no. And on top of the rock bed is like some old stairs from where our deck should be, but we don't have a deck yet. Yeah. And then uh, you and have those baby deck. bird spikes on there too, right? And yeah. And so like <laughs> they fell to their death. The, the worst part was I didn't know that they had fallen to their death until probably a year or two later as I was moving some of that stuff. And there was like this corpse that had been like fused to whatever it was I was trying to move. Ew. Yeah, it was it was gross. It was, you know oh, what? It was siding. It was some old siding that we had. Oh, you know what is a is a good treatment for birds in your in your vent? Uh, Get just them a ride on a jet plane. A good old fashioned fisting. <laughs> just start punching away. You know. Sometimes I go to the bathroom vent and I make like cat noises, hoping they'll scare them away. It doesn't doesn't do it. it doesn't. You got to make other bird noises. <laughs> what kind? Like, <laughs> like that. Like a red winged blackbird. Yeah. I don't know how to do that one. Oh, it's easy. You get up there and go, tweet, tweet, you owe me money. (laughs) Red-winged blackbirds are notorious for working for the mob. (sighs) I thought, okay. I thought you were making a racist joke. (laughs) uh, When the jet was at 2,500 feet above ground, the pilot began to climb. Mm -hmm. The passenger panicked and reached for something to hold on to. Unfortunately, that something was the ejector seat button. Oh, and, no. and the 64-year-old flew from the fighter jet. <laughs> he ejected himself. How... He ejected himself. You would think that would be like one of those buttons that has like a little flippy thing over it. Like open up the box and like yeah. break the – like you have to do something. You can't just be like, oh, what's this? <laughs> right. Fortunately, the man avoided serious injury after parachuting to earth in a field near the German border. Uh, lucky he wouldn't go over the German border. I just Ooh. saw 1917 and saw how that goes. It's horrible. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. Uh, it I enjoyed it. That's good. Uh, about uh, about a little ways into it, I was like, okay, why was this up for best picture? Not quite sure. And then as I started going, I was like, you know, I haven't noticed any cuts. Oh. And then I started like paying attention, looking for the cuts. Yeah. So it's one of those movies where they're like hidden cuts where like they pan over something and that's where they do the cut. Yeah. So that you don't, you don't feel like any cuts have taken place. So you feel like they just gave someone a camera and filmed this guy for an hour and 52 minutes or however long the movie is. That's pretty cool. One great big scene. And I guess the longest uncut scene was like eight and a half minutes. And There's... the shortest, like thirty-two. Becky was looking up the uh, like movie trivia on it after she, she she started watching it, and then she was like, "Yeah, I don't give a shit about this," and took a little nap, and then woke back up at the end and was like, "What I miss?" And I, you know, told her what she missed. Nice. <laughs> I liked it. It was good. That's what I do when I don't like a movie. I just nap. <laughs> I... <laughs> so when you watch a movie, do you have like your phone out? Do you like, or do you like sit and watch the movie? This okay. So this drives me absolutely nuts. When I'm okay, so all right, so I'm a I'm a quality time kind of guy, right? I like to have quality time with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I'm watching a movie with somebody, I want them to watch the movie with me. I don't want them to be yeah, on yeah. their phone. But what if you're by yourself? 
No, I'm watching the movie. I'm not on my phone. If I need to do something on my phone, I'll pause it if I'm by myself and then do my phone thing and then turn it back on. I mean, there's, so there's certain movies where I'm like, I'm not super invested in this. So, you know, I might be doing something else like on my phone or my computer while the movie's going. Yeah. Uh, but then there are certain things like when Picard is on, everything is off. Right. And watch Picard. That's what I want to see. Uh, you know, this movie I was watching last night, I was just watching the movie. Didn't do anything else during it. Yeah. Um, see, so, my thing is, if I'm not fully invested in a movie, I'm not going to watch it to begin with. Because why have it on even? Well, sometimes, you know, there's movies that maybe Becky wants to see that I'm like, okay, well, I'll watch it. Or, you know, it's something we want to see, but we're not like super, super interested in. But okay. we're like, yeah, we'll, we'll see it. So why did you, know? you ask me the question to begin with? I'm curious. I was just curious. Yeah. Because there's been some times where I feel like I've been multitasking too much. Yeah. And so I've been making more of an effort to be like, no, I'm going to watch this film. Right. Yeah, that a makes sense of, to me. A lot of times if it's like a – what did we get recently? Um, that one with the – who's that stoner guy? Who was in – Seth uh, Rogen? Yes. So okay. it's Seth Rogen and he lives next door to the frat house. Okay. I don't know. Neighbors. I've... I think it's called Neighbors. Okay. Uh, and so it was like Neighbors 2. And so that one, I was like, okay, well, we'll watch this because someone said it was funny. Uh, but I wasn't, you know, I was doing some other stuff while I was watching it. Right. It was okay. It wasn't bad. Okay. I can kind of see that during that type of movie, like uh, yeah. Step Brothers, for example, that movie. Yeah. Or a Pauly Shore movie. Right. Okay. Maybe you come Except in and out of it. Casino Man. You, know, you got to watch that one. <laughs> you have to watch that one all the way through. Because yes. <laughs> it's not a full Pauly Shore. <laughs> right. It's partially Brendan Fraser. Yeah. <laughs> so the rest you can, you know, wheeze the juice and <laughs> do something else, not get a full serving. Right. So back to this pilot or this uh, guy in <laughs> the plane. He did not get a full serving of his flight. No, he did not. So the pilot wasn't ejected, thankfully, <laughs> and managed to land the plane safely despite suffering some minor facial injuries during the ordeal. What? How well, I mean, happen? those things, like they've got to explode the cockpit glass off, right? Oh, yeah, I like, guess they do. Uh, so, like, there's explosions going on, and, you know, if it's if the whole cockpit was going off, like, he's flying at, you know, high speeds with, like, wind in his face. Well, from what I know, they have uh, really nice-looking sunglasses on. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. And, and, well, I mean, it was nice because then his white scarf was, like, fluttering. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get that anymore. You don't get the Red Baron uh, fluttering scarf anymore. So uh, the passenger, meanwhile, was taken to a nearby hospital after the flight. Jim, you mean? Yes, Jim. Good. Uh, basically, when they told him what happened, he just looked straight at the camera. <laughs> nice. Took me a second. <laughs> so a house was picked up and dropped in the middle of a road when storms blew through Upson County, Georgia. About 70 miles south of downtown Atlanta. Okay, that's what they want you to think. What really happened is the other houses in the subdivision got the house a ride on a fighter jet, and it freaked it out, <laughs> and it pulled that eject button. It just landed right in the road. So we were on talking about on a witch tornadoes earlier. Um, we were. Where I lived in Georgia, 
there was a tornado apparently that came through and tore up like three fruit trees that used to be in the side yard of my house. Oh, but, yeah? but didn't really damage any of the other houses. It just like tore up the fruit trees. <laughs> That's what the neighbor wanted you to think. <laughs> right, right. Like a fucking sick of these cherry trees. <laughs> Cherries um, everywhere. Trying to mow. But it was kind of freaky to think that a tornado actually came really close to the house where we lived. And it was possible that a tornado could come through there. And I, I just, I have nightmares about tornadoes where I'm driving along in a car and I see a tornado off in the distance and I think oh shit I have to turn around to get away from that tornado and I turn around and there are like four more tornadoes on the horizon it's like it's that like, episode of uh, Rescue 911 where they had to like go in the underpass and like hide up on the top of the overpass yeah to... and apparently that's very bad to yeah, do you shouldn't do that apparently you shouldn't do that I, I don't know I think I'm running in my car I'm driving away from the tornado but I've also heard that if, if you're looking at a tornado and it's not moving side to side, it's probably coming towards you. No. <laughs> so that's good to know. That is good to know. I've never so I've never seen a tornado, but I remember when I was in, I don't know, like junior year, senior year, somewhere around there, uh, we went to visit some friends of my mom's who lived in Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, boy. And so we were talking to them and they said, oh, yeah, we've sat out on the back porch and seen, you know, some tornadoes going out yonder. <laughs> over that way it wasn't coming toward us so we were totally safe but we yeah we watched three or four of them just go across tornadoes come up on the porch mom would just sweep them off with a broom <laughs> <laughs> if tornado you, is as tornado does <laughs> if you've been on the news more than five times describing what the tornado sounded like <laughs> you might be a redneck <laughs> me and those tornadoes like peas and carrots again no one was inside this residence, by the way, that got picked well, up by a tornado. I mean, that's why. It's Georgia. There are people home. There have been an extra like eight or 9,000 pounds in that house. <laughs> it never would have lifted it up. No. It was lifted off its foundation Listen, along Yatesville Highway. Do I mean, do tornadoes even lift? They do. Frequently. <laughs> it's always arm day. <laughs> and they, they, they throw debris. You know, it's not always... The, the high winds that are the problem is the debris that the tornadoes are throwing. This is all my... I know. First of all, I hate debris. <laughs> I mean, my wife will bake it up, and it's okay. Uh-huh. But I don't love debris. All right. Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> At least six people were killed uh, from heart attacks from all the debris. Uh, <laughs> and a dozen were injured during severe weather, according to officials. I, I can't. I can't let this go. You've skipped past two bullet points. Are you trying to hurry oh, us I? up? No, sorry. I missed it. The home landed intact about 50 to 100 yards away on, on Trinity Road, east of Thomaston. Didn't you say that? I thought you said that. No, I didn't say that. Oh. Or maybe well, it's the beer talking and I did say that. I have no idea. Uh, we'll figure it out and correct yourselves next week. Probably not. Uh, a system produced... Po- uh, fuck. The system produced possible tornadoes in Chattahooga County in northwest Georgia and South Fulton County in metro Atlanta, as well as Putnam and Upson counties to the south. Wow. So you said Chattahooga County. That is not. It it sound, it, it looks like Chattanooga, right? But it's just Chattooga. <laughs> yep. Chattooga. I saw an extra H there. <laughs> you threw an extra syllable in. Just say, fuck I it. Sure I'm just throwing. Well, you know. My family works at Ford's and we shop at Myers. So oh, yeah. I throw extra words in there. I go to GFS's mm. for all mm. of my 
I got I got twenty five pounds of rice from GFS. Twenty five. Oh wow. Yeah. Twenty five. Much as it seems. Does that is that going to go bad? Does rice go bad? Ew. Rice stays good for a long time. Don't you have to worry about uh, like weevils or something, or like some kind of have, moths or something in I there? Have purchased some nice airtight containers to put them in. But sometimes the eggs are in the rice because they make because they're small enough they make it through like the filter or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're in the rice. Is that right? I mean, if that's the case, it's in the rice anyway. Everything that, that I've not- talked about is all just hearsay and conjecture. I don't. Ha- I have no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. About tornadoes, about rice moths, about everything. I don't. I don't know anything for sure. I just get an I, idea of it. <laughs> I mean, if they're in there, they're in there already. Yeah. So what? Are you worried they're going to hatch and eat all my rice? Yes, I'm worried they're going to hatch. And then you're going to open that up and there are going to be like moths fluttering around and you'll have pantry moths. And those are horrible. Uh, I, well, so the containers I've purchased are clear so I okay. can see if there's pantry moths in there. Oh, so you wouldn't open it up in that case. Yeah, so, I could, okay. so I could get my net ready. <laughs> or I could take it outside and let them escape. Your moths. It'd, like it'd be like a wedding. But would you at least the moths? Would you still eat that rice knowing that there were moths in it? Probably not. No gross me out yeah so we had when we lived in georgia this is a very georgia heavy episode apparently uh we had pantry moths uh in our house um every summer except for one i think and they were absolutely awful they were everywhere they just flutter around the kitchen and they would get into everything in the pantry literally like crackers any open crackers or chips or flour whatever Mm. they would just get in there and it was so gross. Uh, we bombed our house like with a, a bug bomb, not with like a you know a grenade, but with a bug bomb, and that didn't help because they were so like in, they. It turns out, end of the story. They, it turns out they were underneath the shelves, so the shelves in our pantry were not screwed down. Ah. They were like floating shelves that were sitting on top of like you know little runners or whatever so they had gotten underneath there and that's where they were breeding so when we finally took the whole pantry apart and cleaned all that out that's finally when we got rid of them it was ridiculous i hated it it was disgusting couldn't eat anything in my house because i was uh for fear of like even like um i was so close one time i was i poured a bowl of honey nut cheerios Mm. not honey nut cheerios fuck honey bunches of oats Mm, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Poured it in. Wasn't paying attention. Poured the milk in. Got down. Sat down on the couch. Was about to take a bite when I looked down and I saw little fucking bugs crawling. Ugh. And I have not eaten Ugh. honey bunches of oats since. <laughs> so I had a similar situation when I was um, young, maybe 10, 12. Yeah. I was under 12. I know that much. We, were, we left the house. We were driving somewhere. My mom let me get a nutty bar. The a nutty, a nutty buddy? You know, no, no, they're nutty bars. Okay, this is different than what I know. Of. The nutty buddies are like peanut shaped. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yep. Uh, so I bite a bite into my nutty bar, chomping, having sure. good. I go to take a second bite, but I happen to look down. As I look down, a worm is crawling out of the nutty bar. Oh my gosh! I ugh, threw it out the window. And from then on, I only eat eight Nutty Bars by taking them apart. Oh, so you didn't stop eating Nutty Bars. 
I I took them wafer by wafer so I could see if anything was in it. Really? I did that too. That's how I ate my nutty bars. Um, but I mean, it's a good way to eat them too. Yeah, it's just good that way. Well, here's the problem. Do you like see, the strawberry ones, by the way? I've never had a strawberry one. The strawberry wafer? Oh, they're good. Mm. Oh, strawberry wafers? Yeah. It's like the cookies? Yeah, it's the same thing, right? Just not covered in chocolate. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I love those. I yeah. also love the peanut butter wafers. Mm, yeah. Mm, so good. So, what is it? Van, Van Hooters? Van <laughs> the Boots? What, what's the brand? Vores? I, Lark Voorhees? Lisa from Saved by the Bell? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, there's there's like a very specific name. Is this the one? Is this the one? Click it. Vortmans. Vortmans. Okay. Vortmans. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Those are oh, those are so good. I <laughs> I know them as something different though. Those are wafers to me. They're not nutty bars. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Nutty bars is. Uh, it's a bar a full dabby. of nut, right? Yeah. There you go. Nutty bar. Nutty buddies. No, nutty bars. Nutty bars. Yeah. So little okay, so little Debbie makes these. Are is there something There is a nutty buddy. Yeah. Uh there it is. The thing. Some places they are called nutty bars, some places they're called nutty buddies, but there's a separate thing that's also called a nutty buddy. Holy fucking which shit. Which are these guys. Who knew? These guys are nutty buddies. I don't know those as nutty buddies. Um That's the only thing I know as nutty buddies. Really? I know those as um Oh not circus peanuts. Oh, Maybe no, they they're not. Buddies. Yeah, these because uh, these are like a, a cookie, and there's like a thin layer of peanut butter yeah, in between them. Like very sweet peanut butter. Yep, yep. Nutter butters. Yeah. That's how I know them. Nutter butters. Nutter butter. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Crazy, crazy world. You could. So, you know. That's incredible that they're called different things in different parts of the country. It's and very this, weird. This little Debbie makes them all. So you know what your problem was? What's that? It's, the next thing you should have swallowed a spider because you swallowed the pantry to catch the pantry moths. Uh huh. And so then you caught, swallowed the spider to catch the moth. Moth. Wait, no, no, no. Other way around. You need to, what would catch a pantry? Uh, you're talking about a pantry? Yeah. Swallowed the pantry to catch the moths. A tornado yeah. would swallow a pantry. There you go. So you, you just need to swallow a tornado. <laughs> the tornado would have cleaned that pantry right up. It sure would. Right. You would up. not have any more problems with pantry moths. <laughs> so anyway. good at finding Easter eggs, though? What was that? Are tornadoes good at finding Easter eggs? Yeah, they suck them right up. Yeah, they, <laughs> they put them in there anyway. There's tons of Easter eggs in Twister. They're good at... <laughs> good one. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Go on. This is your story to read. I read the last one, I think. Did you? No, I I, I read the last part because right. you yelled at me because I jumped ahead. Fine. A Flagler County, Florida woman was arrested for disturbing Easter eggs. Not disturbing. I'm sorry. Distributing <laughs> Easter eggs into mailboxes. I mean, she was disturbing them also. Yes. It was disturbing. So you can't, you're not allowed to put things in mailboxes. That's against the law, right? I remember Un- when I was uh, little, my mom would deliver papers. And uh, there were some people who didn't want to get a paper box installed. They were like, just put it in my mailbox. And like, we can't put it in your mailbox. We're not allowed. Right. Yeah. The guy was very angry. I remember those blue Ann Arbor News uh, paper boxes. You have the yellow on the side? Yeah. So we lived out in 
you know, more west. And so my mom delivered the Jackson Patriots. Mm, mm-hmm. That's the name of the paper out there. Um, and it was a white box with black letters. Interesting. But yeah. But they don't make. They have one of the Ann Arbor News uh, paper boxes because she used to get it delivered. Now they just throw them on your on your driveway in that oh, little plastic even, bag. That's not even the real paper. That's like the cheap fake paper. That I you hate don't it. Pay for. That's it's, littering to me. I don't want it. It is. <laughs> I pick it straight up and throw it right in the recycle bin. Oh, I have a tip. I've got a hot tip for you. Did you know? So do you get those advertisements in the – like those coupon books in the mail? Yeah, yeah. Like you get the cheap – They're called like Red Plum or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. You can go online and unsubscribe from those. Did you know that? Really? I not know that. Yes. So I was getting them daily here at my apartment. It That's was called the Red Plum Daily or whatever it was. It's too much. It's too – and it was – my mailbox was full all the time. And I don't want to go all the way down there and get my mail because it's like two buildings over or whatever. Um, so you can go online. Any of these mailers that you're getting, you can go online and unsubscribe for them. And it takes six weeks or so, but then you eventually stop getting them. I did that at the last house. I did that here. Um, it is fantastic not to have to throw that shit away. And, you know, it's better for the environment. Yes. Well, unfortunately, you could not unsubscribe to this Florida woman who was giving you Easter eggs. Oh, no, because she uh, would just toss them in your box. She she was. Just toss them right in your box. <laughs> Basically fisting them into your box. <laughs> A good uh, old-fashioned one. A good old-fashioned. <laughs> I do declare. Uh, according to the call reported to police, the callers told deputies that their flag on their mailbox was in the up position. When they looked inside, they found a plastic Easter egg. Inside the egg was a cracker in the shape of a fish, one sheet of toilet paper, a powdered drink mix, and a crumpled up piece of paper containing pornographic images okay this this story has more twists and turns <laughs> than an rl stein book <laughs> it's so a cracker in the shape of a fish i'm like okay jesus one sheet of toilet paper uh corona a powdered drink mix kool-aid i don't know it's so that some country so time that, lemonade yeah. <laughs> Well, my students, they get the, the like single serving, like the country time or the, what was that? Crystal light. Crystal light. Crystal yeah. Light. yeah. Uh, but they just like open them and eat them raw. Oh, that's all. That's all a, a pixie stick is. No, no. Uh, have you ever eaten like Kool-Aid without mixing it? No, not cool. Well, no, not Kool-Aid because that's there's no sugar in it. basically what this shit is. There's no sugar in Kool-Aid unless you get the big tub with the sugar already mixed in. Oh, so these single-serving things have sugar mixed in? Yeah. Or some kind of sweetener, yeah. Well, they eat it, and then their fingers and their hands are all fucking red. Oh, yeah. It's like, like, can I wash my hands? It's like, no, I told you not to eat that in my class. You got red hands now. (laughs) Have you you never, like, emptied a pixie stick into a glass of water and mixed it up and drank it? Have not. It's disgusting. (laughs) But I did it. And it, like, there was just too much water. I should have done it with, like, you know... A little shot of water or something i think well if you'd had one of these eggs you would have had a little shot of something else as you were mixing your drink so and then at the end it crumpled up so they crumpled it instead of folding it a uh, piece of paper containing pornographic images 42 year old abril well, sestoni I mean, you don't want to crease the pornographic image no you want to crumble you wanna, yeah you want to crumple it uh 
Abril, which I think is a woman, uh, was arrested after oh yeah after witnesses saw her delivering the latest batch of eggs and alerted police. Officers from the Flagler County Sheriff's Office quickly found Sestoni and discovered a bag filled with pornographic images in her vehicle. Oh, but they didn't discover. Did she, like, did she print them out at her like at home? Yeah, on her <laughs> on her inkjet printer, and then she <laughs> cut them out, crumbled them up, put them in the eggs. Oh, man. They determined that she was distributing the eggs after she finished her shift at a nearby Publix. This is, yeah, this is the most (laughs) Southeast story ever. She told officers that she had distributed the eggs for educational purposes. What? (laughs) Well, maybe, okay, so then the piece of toilet paper maybe makes a little bit of sense. Oh, for cleanup, yeah. But there should have been like a little... Drink when you're finished. You're like, oh man. It should have been like one of those little packets of lotion in there too. The fish was to help keep you energized as you're going. Oh, I need a snack. <laughs> it's like the Scooby snack of uh, this entire endeavor. Yeah, true story. <laughs> so the Flagler County Sheriff's Office said they were originally concerned that the distributor could have been spreading the virus. Okay, but said she has shown no signs of infection. So all right. They- so who? So that's the thing. <laughs> the The motive to this is not obvious. If it was just an Easter egg with a fish in it, or just an Easter egg with some toilet paper in it, like I get it. But there's so many things in this. There's so many uh, parts to this story. It's just well, she um, doesn't know who lives in that house. So if they're you know, oh, here's here's the Jesus fish. Oh, you're not into that? Well, it's Corona time. Here's some toilet paper because you might need it. <laughs> or uh, hey, are you a dirty heathen? Enjoy some porn. <laughs> She's just equal employment opportunity, EEO. That's nice. That's nice. Not discrimination. That. I'm glad also to know that she's 42 years old. <laughs> well, it's important. It is important. I mean, is it a dickhead kid? No, it's a 42-year-old, you know. That is actually very important to know. If it's a dickhead, like, 18-year-old kid, yeah. Of course they do something like that, but a 42-year-old named Abril? I don't know. Well, she probably got high after a shift at Publix. <laughs> I think Publix, Publix drug tests. <laughs> that, that seems right. Yeah. <laughs> they should have de- drug test someone before they you know, made their name Publix. It always looked like pubics. It does. It does. So Publix has this thing where they um, will take, like the, the, the person who bags your groceries will take your cart and take it out to the parking lot and like unload the groceries into your car for you. Oh, well, how... Gentlemen. Well, how'd it do? No, I hate it. I hated it when I was no, down there. No, I don't there. want that. So I do like a good Publix, though. Like when we go to Florida, yeah, uh, I enjoy shopping at the Publix. They're they're nice grocery stores, but I stopped shopping there because the specific Publix that was by my house they had this um, uh, you could tell like their their manager was super bubbly and outgoing and says hi to all the customers and blah 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 and like. The kid that was like supposed to take my groceries out, he was like, "Um, I have to take your groceries out," because <laughs> I was like, "No thanks, I'm good." He goes, "No, I have to," and so like we went out and it was so fucking awkward, and so I stopped going. They're <laughs> like, "Hey, I understand. Right. My I, do- my boss sucks too." <laughs> right, right, and I don't want you to. I don't want you here as much as you don't want me here. So let's just let's just get this done. Speaking of getting things done. What did we learn today? Well, we learned that the army wants to use some giant ovens 
to, to kill the itis. For sanitization. We also learned that if you're on camera, put some fucking pants or a shirt on. Yeah, and pay attention. Don't just look out the window. Okay. out the window. No, pay attention to the judge. This is his show. The looking out the window thing. Come on. Are they not allowed to look anywhere else in the courtroom when they're in court? That's a little, that's going a little far. Yeah, they must, they must complete very, very intense eye contact <laughs> with the judge. That's what I should have done yeah, with that like kid. A, that kid that was taking out my groceries, just eye contact the whole way. Yeah. yeah. Like intense eye contact, like that porno that the lady was putting in the Easter eggs. <laughs> That was all point of view porn, huh? In those, <laughs> uh, we learn that Barilla is uh, making or sending money to help make a stem cell therapy for Corona. Yeah, so step uh, it up, we Tony. Yeah, we also learned uh, that a 64 year old auto ejected himself from a plane because he was in full tachycardia, yeah, and was, that was he was, was just an- trying to hold on to something. It was an auto-erotic ejaculation. (laughs) Ejaculation. We learned that a house did the same thing, landed on the road. Apparently it was a tornado. I disagree. I am just mourning the loss of the Wicked Witch of the East (laughs) under there. Well, I mean, she had those fabulous shoes. She did. And, And her toes were very curly. They just curled up and went away. They did. That was weird. It was a bit weird. Just a whoop. (laughs) <laughs> I'll get you my pretty <laughs> that sounds like uh, the Dorothy that I saw at the Halloween 5k that I did last year oh did I remember him? that yeah you see him yeah yeah like uh, you had the full like Dorothy outfit a basket with a toto the braids yeah braids and everything and a full beard and a full <laughs> beard so in Georgia I'll get you my pretty and your little dog too I do declare. <laughs> we also learned uh, that a woman has put porn in Easter eggs and put them in uh, mailboxes, which is a felony <clears throat> on multiple counts. Do you think porn has Easter eggs? Oh, I'm sure it does. So like, uh, yeah, if you saw Backdoor Sluts 9, uh, we put a little Easter egg in there from uh, Backdoor Sluts 4. The uh, jizz stain on the wall was actually from uh, another porn actor who also starred in Backdoor Sluts 6. Yeah, the uh, the grandpa who like saw them through the window was actually the pizza delivery boy from Backdoor Sluts One. <laughs> oh my! Like Nineteen eighty-two. This hour has been an hour and twenty-six minutes. What? So glad we don't have anything else to do. <laughs> so I may have shared this story before, uh-huh. but when I was a kid. Um, sure. We would go to the movies, and my grandma would take us to the movies. Oh, okay. But she wouldn't want to see the movie, so she would just sit out in the car <laughs> in the middle of summer and wait for us to so get like two hours? done with the movies for an hour and a half, two hours, however long the movie was. So, wait, which theater did you go to? So, I went to, there was this theater in Lebanon, Ohio, which was also a twin theater um, okay. that I think used to be like a full one one screen theater. Um, I forget the name of it now. It wasn't it was anything West, like it was the Westward Ho. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was the Tallywhacker Theater. <laughs> uh, that, that seems accurate. That but seems I, accurate. I don't, and I don't know for sure. I know I saw the Power Rangers movie there. Interesting. And 
What's the first movie you can remember going to? Uh, well, I don't know timelines. I don't really know. I know. So I saw My Girl in a theater. Mm, mm, mm. And yes. I saw Jurassic the original, Park. The original B movie. <laughs> oh, man. That movie fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> And I saw Jurassic Park and uh, maybe Aladdin at the theaters. I don't. Could, could you see those movies without your glasses? Because Macaulay Culkin couldn't see without his glasses. Oh, I get it. No, I, I didn't wear glasses when I was a kid. <laughs> so the first movie I remember seeing was that I. It was at the, the Showcase Cinemas. Oh, so this wasn't at the Tally Ho not this was before we lived in virginia where my grandma lived in has always lived in this area yeah Uh, and so we saw honey i shrunk the kids oh i saw honey i shrunk the kids in the theater yeah that was 1989 that's the first one i can remember like vividly remember i vaguely remember going so there used to be a movie theater on washtenaw where the farmer jack used to be and has closed since. Okay. It's just like that empty Farmer Jack there. There used to be a movie theater there called like the Wayside Theater. Interesting. Uh, and my mom worked there when she was like a teenager or maybe early 20-ager. I don't know exactly. Uh, and I remember being in that theater when I was very, very small. Hmm. So this would have been like the early 80s. Uh, I don't know what I saw, but I remember being in that that theater whatever it was it and wasn't it, that good obviously like, might have been like a, a it wasn't a, i remember it wasn't a movie that was like new it was something that had been out before and was like really i feel like it might have been like et really it's like a, a re-release of et like it had come out a few years before oh, okay and they were playing like they were playing an older movie they're like yeah, because because there were newer theaters, nicer theaters, so it was kind of like the like the dollar theater, maybe. Right. Kind of a situation where they're playing a little bit older movies, and so I remember being there for that. Yeah. Do you think uh, this is going to be the end of the movie theater? Oh, absolutely not. No. <laughs> no. They make so much money. They'll be back. Yeah. I I want to go to the theater. I like going to the theater. I would like rather watch the movie at home. No, I like the big screen. I like the nice sound systems. I like the experience of seeing things on a giant, visually interesting screen. So I enjoy the movies. To me, the size of the screen is not as important as how close you are to it. Mm, I don't um, care. Like, because if you take your fingers and you, you know, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, like I just don't like other people. Going to movies. I like to go in, you smell the popcorn, you get your popcorn, you get your soda, you get to watch the previews. You, like It's a whole event. It is, it is yeah. So I will say the Imagine theaters um, are mm-hmm. nice because it's like an upscaled version of the movie theater experience. There's like a fireplace and like a player piano in there and it's, it's smaller than like the whatever it's called, Rave Cinemas or whatever it's called now uh, mm-hmm. that used to be Showcase. Um. Do you remember when they uh, added on to Showcase? Were oh, yeah. you here for that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember because uh, when we moved back, I remember going to the theater for my friend's birthday. Hmm. Uh, and it was before there was the addition. Oh, yeah, yeah. Back when it was just the original and we, you know, the 
abandoned lobby. Yeah, I remember the so abandoned it was lobby. Still the lobby. And then there was like, you know, the two different wings that you could go down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember going to see a movie there with a bunch of people I didn't know. So that was nice. a good time. You had to be rich to rent, rent out a theater, though, didn't you? Uh, well, no, no. It wasn't like a rented out theater. It was like we just all went to the movie and saw oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, as part of a. Yeah, it wasn't like the. Yeah, yeah. 